Hi everyone, it's Deborah Marie Rodriguez. I am here um, on another podcast today. I've been in prayer today regarding a lot of things um, because of some things that I've been seeing. And I want to give a warning to, um, I want to give a warning to to specifically specific leaders that I've been seeing in dreams. I've been seeing this for months. I've been seeing this for months. And if I don't say anything, I feel like um, that me seeing this and seeing how serious it is, is going to is going to cause them to stumble in a point of their life that I really, it's not that I so much want to see. I feel like God doesn't want to see it. You know, God doesn't want to see it. And he's trying to give them a way out. And he's trying to give them a warning of what's what's actually happening so that they can see. And it's very important that we understand when God has given us a vision, when God has given us something that he wants us to do, that we stick to it. Oftentimes, there's so much around us and we get to the point of this um, we're afraid to lose or to fall. Are we afraid? We're afraid and we feel like we're too insignificant, you know, because our platform is, is small or maybe because our platform is big, but really we have this huge platform, but we still feel insecure and we still feel small inside. Okay. And so the Lord, the Lord wants me to talk to somebody today and I, I don't know who I'm, who I'm talking to. I've been seeing two specific people, but this could be more, more people, but the people I saw, God showed me, God showed me them. Okay. And he showed me them to pray. All right. I've been seeing it for months. I've been, um, you know, it's, it's been in my spirit, but I said, okay, God, well, I need to make sure that this is what you want me to say. Because there's often times where um, people get things that are Holy Spirit inspired. Okay, there's times where the Lord has given me an idea and um, somebody else will say it. And I'm like, what? Did they just go on my phone? Did they just take my phone? Like, how did they know what I said? Is my computer hacked? But no, the Holy Spirit works like that. The Holy Spirit works like, well, God will show you something. And then someone else, maybe God gives them that same revelation, especially, especially with, um, you know, apostles, prophets, uh, it's like that, you know, where you'll, God will give you a teaching and then someone else, you're like, what? God just gave me that. Where did they? And so the, the Lord is revealing that to them. Okay. And it's not, uh, even pastors or preachers, etc. You know, I'm not just saying apostle prophet, but what I'm saying is it's not to, hoard those things okay it's not to say hey you can't learn from these things but it becomes a problem when um it becomes a problem when you are trying to compensate yourself uh from someone else's ideas okay this is why I'm going to talk about copyright infringement and I feel like copyright infringement needs to be discussed especially for pastors leaders uh, business owners, etc., because this is a huge issue in the creative community right now. Uh, this is not for like, um, this is not even just for like pastors. This is for business owners and so much. And the whole thing with the uh, celebrity platforms and smaller business owner platforms or smaller platforms, and some of the people are not are not even like small platforms. They are known. 
but because they're not known to the specific point of where people think they should be they don't think that the messages that they are saying or the the information or the ideas are going are getting around but they actually are okay and so what happens is people get caught up um with taking other people's messages and and ideas and they're preaching these ideas okay and the message is getting around the message is getting around all over and the pre- the person has no idea that it has already gotten around because because this person was actually known more than they actually thought that they were known okay so this is this is the issue that's going on that the lord wants me to show what's going on with this specific these specific people um recently this week he revealed something else um which which for me was um it was i was like okay i've been seeing this like multiple 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 i've been seeing this popping up multiple 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 times so the lord you're telling me of course i've been praying for it but god you're telling me to warn this person uh so that they won't get themselves into a hole and so the warning is and i wrote it on my page but it's very important so basically uh, <clears throat> it's getting to the point where this specific person is is pricking from different platforms okay different these are these are some of them are platforms that are maybe celebrity platforms some of them are platforms from um smaller platforms but this person it has a high these people have high platforms okay uh this specific these specific individuals whoever the lord is speaking to in this time so what's happening is um they are taking and snipping from all these different platforms just to form their own story okay you their messages are not creative they're not authentic they're taking messages from other platforms and throwing a different name on it but there is the complete 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 same concept um complete same concept of someone else and so i the lord revealed to me two people but this could be many many this could be many people okay this i feel like personally this is a global thing and i'm gonna tell the um yeah i'm gonna tell it, it's it's i'm gonna sh- i'm just gonna share something with you guys from my personal experience but yeah this is something that's happening all over okay so a lot of people so what's happening is yeah they're taking these messages they're listening it's okay if you're li- like listening to someone and you're you're inspired you're learning something from them i i get it okay i get that but what's happening is there's a spirit of competition okay and what the spirit of competition does it's similar to the spirit of envy okay and what it's doing is it is it is competing against everything that is it feels threatened by all right that it feels threatened by and um what's happening is with the spirit of competition is that it is literally eating a lot of people alive and so they're not happy they could be smiling but they're not happy because they're constantly trying to figure out how can i outdo how can i um you know outdo this how can i outdo this person what can i do to do this next what can i do to do that next and they're constantly trying to outdo the next person this can be like business you know friendships um i went through it quite a bit with friends i've had like that i couldn't even i couldn't even be around no more because of it it was it was so much you know and it was bad it was toxic you know it was toxic and what it does is it seeks to bring division between people 
Um, it seeks to tear family apart, friendships apart, you know, all of a sudden you see that your, your friend is competing against you and you don't, you had no idea that they're competing and they're angry. You had no idea because this is supposed to be your friend. This is your church buddy. All of a sudden y'all, y'all, y'all got the same message on the stage. You know, you, you don't know what's going on, but you do, you saying this on Sunday, they figuring out what you're going to do. They do it the next Sunday. You know, you're talking about this on one Sunday. The next Sunday, they talking about this and they're challenging what you're talking about or they're doing the exact same thing you're talking about. And so I I want to really express the difference between, okay, inspiration. You can be inspired and you can be inspired and aspired by someone. All right. But competition, that's a different thing. Okay. There's a difference between having healthy competition and having unhealthy competition. Healthy competition is good. Healthy competition is competition we see in sports, all right? We see that in, you know, athletics and all these different things. We see healthy competition or sportsmanship, all right? We see that. These people, most of the time, you see that they're competing until they they trying to get a title. They're competing. But at the end of that title, they are shaking hands. They are, they are happy with each other. They don't see each other again. They're happy, but the... Good sportsmanship, this is what I want to talk about. Good sportsmanship comes from having the heart of good sportsmanship. You can be a competitive person and even in Olympic competitiveness, but you do not have good sportsmanship. And so this was leads people to go kill people after after they have they have lost. They are depressed after they have lost. They always feel like they have lost. All right, what the spirit of competition is, these people, you're always feeling like you have lost. You you never did enough. So what happens is it pushes you to go seek and sift out anything that you feel threatened by, anything that is a, a number one at the time or at the point, anything that's on the list, uh, bestseller, um, number one on the charts. I'm talking to rappers. I'm talking to everybody. You number one on the charts. You this, you that. So you you doing number you want to you number one. You might be in the news for your marriage. Okay, you might be in the news for biggest church. You might be in the news for um, biggest podcast. Okay, you might be in the news for the your stuff could be trending. Okay, so what the what the competitive spirit is? It looks at that and it says, okay, this is trending now. I I got to go compete with this. I need to compete with this because if I don't compete with this. I am going to feel inadequate. So this comes from a sense of insecurity. All right. This is what this, this, this competitiveness comes from. It comes, it doesn't matter because I'm going to tell you something. There are people in celebrity platforms, blue checks, millions, billionaires that are still insecure, still insecure. Okay. Still insecure. And so what this leads into a spirit of competition and so I want to talk about that back in the times, even with financially, with uh, Carnegie, all right, and and Ro- all these people, Carnegie, all these uh, Rockefeller, all these people, and the, how they were rich like this. They Carnegie, Carnegie was very greedy. Carnegie was not. Carnegie was extremely greedy. I Carnegie was my guy because at the end. He gave away everything at the end, but it was by that time he had already took everything from everybody else. And what Carnegie did was he, he see a lot of people, oh, I'm invest, 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 invest. But what they do is they buy off other things and, and, but he not only bought off other things, there was a big issue with him. He didn't pay his workers. Okay. He didn't, um, because he didn't want to lose money. He ran off and went, uh, went somewhere and all this different stuff. You hear about all these things. 
and he put a lot of people through a lot of pain, but he was one of the richest per- people in the world. And then when he died, he was so guilty. He didn't even give it to his family. He gave it away a hundred percent because he knew he was wrong. All right. Something else. That's I, I like him that he gave away 100% of his earnings. But the simple fact is he caused so much stuff during that time when he was rich and during that time being on earth. So he was a millionaire and all this stuff, not because he really worked hard and he cared for people. It was because he, he did all of what he did. All right. So I was talking to someone the other day and, um, I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, you know, you remind me of Madam C.J. Walker. You know, she was this uh, person. I said, oh, I know Madam C.J. Walker. You know, me being in cosmetology and having to do projects when I was young, Black History, I did a project. You know, I know who this person is. She and she invented all these different things and she was the first woman millionaire. And, you know, they said, well, you know, you come up with these things and all this stuff. So they said, well, you should watch this series. So I said, oh, well, I have never watched this series. So I knew who this person was already, but I didn't see the series. So I watched the series and I see how, um, how this woman, you know, she came up with this, she came up with this, uh, this product. Okay. She came up with this product and this woman took her product all right. Then this woman starts saying that it was her product only because she helped her because she didn't have anything. And so th- when I saw this, I said, well, yeah, I, I already saw this. I- I've been seeing this in the earth for so long. I've been seeing how people do this all they do. People do this all the time. They do this to to uh, cancel out their competition. They do this to do this. But what was happening is Madam C.J. Walker, she was not fighting, believe it or not. She wasn't necessarily fighting to compete with this woman this woman was competing with her okay this woman was competing with her she already had the idea all right it was her idea this was her idea she didn't become rich because she was competing against somebody else and stole their idea she became rich off of her own idea that was already hers and keep in mind she made multiple ideas this is, this is the problem with the spirit of competition. The spirit of competition has no creativity. All right. The spirit of competition has no creativity. So it has to go, it has to go and get and get and get and get more and more and more of other people's work and, and get this. I got to get, get this. This is the new idea I'm doing. This is the, because it has no creativity. And so this woman in the movie that was, cre- that was competing with Madam CJ Walker, she had no creativity. She, she only had money. She had money. She can buy every idea that she wanted to, but she had no creativity. She, she didn't know what to do. Madam CJ Walker had all of the creativity. And so what happened was this woman would needed to learn and get her secrets to figure out how was she becoming so rich? How was people coming, attracting it to her? So what she did was she sought, what did she do? She sought to steal her idea first. She couldn't do that. So she sought to cancel her income completely. She opened up a new shop everywhere she was at. She did this everywhere she was at to threaten her and to get her to stop. So what's happening in what's happening in society is there's a spirit of competition. There's a spirit of competition going around. Everybody feel like they need to compete with this next person. I need to um, be better. I got to take that idea. Oh, I got to do this. But you're coming from a spirit of competition. You're not coming from somebody who originated the idea already. And so what's happening is so many people cannot sleep 
you have anxiety, you're constantly trying to figure out what's the next thing or what the next idea is simply because you're feeding off of someone else's creativity and the anointing, the anointing that someone, the God gave someone else to do that you, he didn't give you to do. He gave you your own specific anointing to do what you're called to do. But what's happening is you're going to try to take other and pull from other people's gifting that they can only do from God. Okay. That's what the anointing is. The power of God. They can only do it from God. So you're saying, you know what? Let me go pick from all these different anointings. Let me go take from all these different anointings. Let me pull from all these different anointings and see if I can take and pull and take and pull and see if I can pull it up and it can be exactly what I need it to be. And I'm going to be this next person. I'm going to be the person that is going to have this, all of this power for myself. No one is going to have it. I'm going to have it all. And so we're looking at the anointing as if it's a, it's a competition. We're looking at it as if, as if it's a competition and this is going to get a lot of you guys in trouble. It's going to get a lot of people in trouble. I want to talk about copyright infringement. Copyright infringement is illegal. Okay. Copyright infringement is taking someone else's ideal. Okay. Especially if it's in a book, taking their idea that somebody else has trademarked or came up with. All right. Even if it's in the podcast, that's something else that y'all not It's plagiarism. It's basically plagiarism. All right. So if I, if I do a podcast, And you might assume that my podcast is not copyright because you don't see nothing on there, but all of my, all of my stuff is, um, is copyright and you don't see that it is copyright. All right. And you don't see that it's copyright. So what happens is, what happens is you guys are finding ideas. You're taking these ideas. And it's copyright all along. All right. It's copyright all along, but you don't know because you don't see that person has, you don't see that I've, I I have copyrighted, copyrighted it. Okay. So what's happening is you take, you're taking this and you're preaching it. You're writing it in books. You're doing all this stuff. And what's happening is you have just committed copyright infringement because you don't see that. Okay. This could, this possibly podcast or whatever that's, that's being taught could possibly be in a book or could possibly be going on in something. You know what I'm saying? So what's happening is you have taken all of this. You're taking all these teachings. You're saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to use this. I'm going to take this. I'm going to preach this on this day. I'm going to throw this in the book on this day. I'm going to get paid from it on this day. And you have just committed copyright infringement because what happened is you have slipped. And the thing is you have slipped because you have always did it last minute. All right. Taking a message. You can, this is important. You guys, you can listen and be inspired by something. God might have given you that same idea from the Holy spirit, but when you go and you take the same concept, it's like a chart. You go take a chart, right? And you go take this chart. You take this specific chart and you go put this chart on the same background. You take the same blueprint. This is what copyright infringement is. It ain't gotta be, you take the same name or whatever. No, you take the same blueprint of a business. You take the same blueprint. You take, you can say, okay, let's say this business has, um, their business structure is they give you 
their business structure is they give you, um, let's say they give you a, a plastic bag. All right. They give you a plastic bag. They give you a sandwich. They give you some chips. Okay. And they give you a drink. Another business gives you a plastic bag, a sandwich, some chips, a pickle, a drink. They give you most stuff. This new place, this. So what happens is you have all of these, the same exact idea. Same exact blueprint, same exact idea. But what you notice is it's almost like one person might, let's say one person is doing something and the other person does something and you feel that you have to high step. You feel like you got to high step this other person or you feel like you got to like do better or portray it better than they did. And it was their idea. All right. So what happens is, this is what's happening. This is this is a this is a copyright infringement just to go back to what we were saying. And a lot of people they don't understand what plagiarism is. Okay? We think plagiarism is just in we think plagiarism is just in like a paper, a high school paper. And, and so many people don't know what plagiarism they they have they have to go back and and learn about what plagiarism is, okay? They need to go back and learn what plagiarism and copyright infringement is and so what we would do in the in the past in school they would take your work okay this is college if you went to college if you went anywhere if you know um i work with copyright all the time editing i take stuff through copyright my book has been through all of them have been through copyright register with copyright trademark all this stuff going through extra so they take it when you turn it when you would turn in a paper they would pass that thing through and they would see if it was identical to whatever something else was they would they would take it through okay and if it had any similarities you would get you would get you basically would fail. You would get pulled out for plagiarism if it had any specific similarities. And what happens is this is how you can tell if a lot of people cheat. You can tell if somebody wrote their paper. You can tell if they cheat. All right. They also do this with many products and uh, chemists. You know, they um, they can tell if someone has replicated an idea or a brand. All right, you can tell from the the stuff that they have in the you can go and investigate it. This is how they investigate things. They they you do it all the time. They they're different in all different aspects of of jobs in the world. There is a way where you can tell if something has been compromised, okay? And so what's happening is with this specific and I'm going to give the specific warning if I'm that the Lord has given me uh, about these specific people that's doing this uh that because he's been showing me this for a while but what happens is it comes off as if oftentimes when a person is 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 in a it has stolen something or is coming off as a competitive nature it looks as almost if they came up with it first okay it looks it's gonna look like that it's gonna look like they originated with it first you'll hear them say it um most likely they might hurt might have heard it if it's different, if you're like hearing a different terms or different things like that, but like I'm talking about the a complete full idea, 
you see someone else, you might not even have seen the person yet. The person could have been behind the scenes. Okay. All of a sudden, when the person wants to come behind this, uh, wants to come back on the scene or they come back on the scene, you looking like, who is you? This person been on the scene all this time. And they've been talking about this all this time, but who are you that you finally coming back in the light? Or you, you finally starting to, um, you, you're trying to market your own product. Right. And so you're not known yet. And so what's happening is it was similar to the same little movie that we was watching. You're not known yet. So everybody think that you stole it from the person who been stealing your stuff and who took the originality or the blueprint that's passing it and spreading it all around. People think that you stole it from them because they're, they, they might have a bigger platform. They might be making a bunch of more money than you, but they took your idea and it has been your idea, but they took it because you were you you could not they felt that you could not hold the hold the um the weight that's what i would say they felt that you could not hold the weight to produce your own self or to to share your own work so they went and took it trying to to feel like okay you know what they're not gonna ever be big okay no one's gonna know no one knows who they are no no one don't know who they are in another country don't nobody know who they are so i'm gonna go ahead and take this i'm gonna get the credit for this i'm gonna get paid for this listen to this I'm going to get royalties for this. I'm going to go put this in a book. I'm going to get the credit for it. I'm not going to give them credit. What, ha- what a, a lot of y'all about to get in trouble for this. God is, God is. And people are like, how is this? This ain't got nothing to do. No, this is, you're, you're, some of y'all not even past the first. We, we complaining. We not even past the first, uh, the, the old Testament. A lot of y'all still stealing, you know? And so we seeing all these, this is what I'm talking, when I was talking about dismantling divination, you guys, this is going deep. This go way deep into a lot of stuff that I'm going to get into the teaching. But we, we looking at having money. This is important. I talked about that in, in dismantling divination, how this, how this person had all this stuff. And when they cashed that in, when you cashing that stuff in, a lot of y'all cashing this stuff in spiritually, spiritually, this stuff is worth a lot, but it's, but it's, it's worth uh, physically. You see it, it's worth a lot, but spiritually you in debt. Uh, physically you got millions, but spiritually you in debt. You in debt and you don't see the debt and you don't, and the debt might not be affecting you, but it's affecting other people. That's, this is what I'm talking about with this mantle and divination. Y'all giving all this stuff, you're doing all this stuff, but you, and, and a lot of people, just because I'm going to tell y'all something, I've seen crooks on TV, different stuff. You, they will give on the news. They will give stuff away because they feel bad. They will give tithes and offerings because they feel bad. They feel bad for what they doing and, 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 and dirty money. They giving tithes and all this stuff because they feeling bad. That's why y'all sitting up here talking about, okay, you know, you give this y'all so many people y'all ready to, y'all ready to take somebody's stuff. And then when they, when they stuff going, when stuff going wrong for them, y'all want to be, you don't want to, you don't, you don't know what's going on, but you're ready to, it is different if they giving it with the right heart, but a lot of people giving their stuff away, including Christians. I'm not talking about the drug dealers or the drug lords, because a lot of them get their stuff the wrong way, but they want to make a change. 
But I'm talking about y'all, some of y'all Christians, y'all giving, oh, I'm going to give my tithe and offering today, or I'm going to give a million dollars because I just did this and I, and you know, I'm going to be safe or I just did this and y'all giving because you feeling bad. You feeling guilty because you didn't went and stole all this stuff and did all this stuff. And now you giving. it's the same thing with intellectual property. It's the same thing. A person's intellectual property and you take some uh, intellectual property, this is copyright infringement. I work with businesses. Every business has an exact blueprint that is trademarked for the company. All right. Every specific place has a specific blueprint. Exactly. When that blueprint is compromised, you know when it's compromised because it's not anywhere else. It can only be found if someone has given it away, found it, heard about it when when take it this is how you, this is the only way that you know it is compromised because it is set up and trademarked in a specific blueprint so what's going on and god sees this is people are taking messages they're taking books going in snipping little stories and trying to put another name on it but putting up putting the whole thing in and what's happening is you're probably wondering how are these books getting out so fast what are they doing they Paying people to write the books, say, speak the books, jot the books, ghost the books, ghost write the books, whatever they're doing, and then they throwing it out, trying to throw it out before your book or your or your stuff is released and saying it's theirs, and it's not. And the Lord is going to judge this. He's handling this because so many people are having to take down their work, their platforms. They having to start over and they don't know why I got to keep starting over because a lot of them are being, it's not that they're being intimidated. They're seeing their work being stolen. They're seeing their work being stolen. So they feel like, you know what? If I don't start over again, it's going to make me look like that I took it or I'm going to make it look like I took it when they already did it. They already did it in the first place. And the Lord, this happened to me. This happened to me many times. This, this been happened to me. Actually, it's happened to me. Um, when I was, when I was, since I was 20, you know, I told you, I don't know if I told you guys the story. Um, I, I had businesses take, take cover letters, take my ideas, then give me no credit for it. Putting it as quotes. I had, uh, pastors steal ideas of my ministry, take it, give it the same name for their ministry and don't give me credit. Then invite me to the parties. Invite me to the meetings to, to, to ask me for my advice on my idea. My Literally, my idea. Ask me for advice. The nerve would be following me on Facebook, watching my life, take my idea, snatch it away, and go ask me to come and help them with the idea that I created as if I was not supposed to say anything because I was helping. Yeah, I had a whole youth ministry thing going on because... It, because this other place was a lot. They took the exact same name, invited me to come. I said, no. So you're going to get, there's going to be a point where you're going to slip up. You're going to slip up and somebody going to, people see, people can hear that that message was preached somewhere else. This person is talking about it. This person is talking about it. This person is talking about it. And it start. it's going to start to come together because especially on YouTube, Especially on YouTube, you're going to start seeing that this all these people saying the same stuff. And, and this this pastor went and, went and preached this on a live. And now you preaching it on Sunday because they preached it on the live. And they feel like they got to take it down 
because you every time every Sunday you on their page taking their stuff, but that's a problem when you got to compete with every person, every single person that you feel threatened by, you start competing with. This is how you know that you're you're going through a spirit of competition. Every person Every person that you are, every single thing, you got to compete, 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 compete. When they do one thing, you got to go take the idea. You got to go do it. If they do this, you got to make sure. If they a business owner and they upload their page as CEO business owner, you got to be a CEO business owner. Because if you're not a CEO business owner, you're going to feel, you're going to feel, you're going to feel insignificant. If you don't have a book, you're going to feel insignificant. If you don't have this, you're going to feel insignificant. If you don't have that, you're going to feel insignificant. You got to be everything. Everything somebody else is doing, you got to be. And that comes from somebody who is insecure that has to work on who God already told them they were. If God told you this is your mission, I don't care if God told you to write about a bird. If he told you to preach about a bird for the rest of your life, that might be your ministry. He might be calling you to preach about a bird for the rest for 10 years. He might be calling you to preach about a bird just because somebody preaching about birds, bees, the trees, the aliens, the this, the that, the that, that might be their creativity. That might be their gift. God might have graced them to talk about all this stuff, to preach about all this stuff. They have experience on all this stuff. But what's happening is certain people don't have experience on anything or the specific thing. And they're talking about it. They're talking about it and they're talking about it because they feel, okay, you know what? I need to talk about this. I need to talk about that. I need to talk about this. If I don't talk about this, then my ministry is going to fail. If I don't talk about this, then my ministry is going to just, you know, it's just, it's just going to stop. You know, I was talking to, um, I was talking to, actually I was talking to a sibling and they said, you know, uh, so many, I, I was, uh, so many of my friends needed help, you know, and I would talk to them and she said, well, you know, I would tell them your stories. I would tell them stories, your testimonies that you would tell me the stuff that you got through and stuff that you went through. And you know what? It helped them stuff that you went through helped them. But, but I was telling them mostly stuff that went, that, that you went through and I would tell them, this is what my sister went through. This is what she got through. Oh, this is, I knew this story. This is what she got through. This is what she got through. And that's, and, and, and she said, you know, even though she has her own personal experiences, she, she said, well, yeah, most of the stuff that I was telling people was about you and what you got through. It wasn't what I got through. It was what you got through. So a lot of people, you're telling people stories of things that other people got through and you're saying that you got through them when you didn't get through them. And what's happening is you're, you're, we're getting upset when we cannot, we cannot uh, relate to an experience of someone else. We're feeling like, okay, we need to compete. We need to compete. No one is going to pass you up if God had called you to be there in the first place. You, y'all looking at it as being passed up. You looking at it as being passed up when this is the same anointing that's in the earth that God has given us all to do. He's just given us all different little tasks. So what I, what I'm seeing, what I saw was this person was competing. It was him and it was a woman with him. Okay. It was two of them. And this could, I could be speaking for anybody. 
All right, so please, before we get into, because you know I do a podcast and it turned into a whole war zone, but this could be for anybody, okay? This could be for anybody. This message could be for any specific person, whoever it relates to. Because it's not just two people that's in competitiveness, it's all over. But basically they were going, hijacking all these all these different platforms, the woman was mainly the one undercover doing it, you know, and the, he was too. And what happened was they were um, coming out with all this content, coming out with books and all this different stuff. And it was it was somebody else's stuff. So what happened was they decided that they were going to go do a, a big situation conference. I don't know what it was. Can't really uh remember but it was so it was so many I was this is a recurring thing I've been saying regarding this and what happened was someone noticed that the work that they had put out was not theirs so they noticed that the work somebody noticed that the work that they put out was not there so they told the original owner of the work the original owner of the work saw the work this is what happens with what copyright infringement lawsuits the owner usually has no idea that their work has been taken or used but someone reads it, sees it, writes it, and, 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 and maybe posts it and realizes that this is not theirs. And they find out from that. This is how they find out. Okay? So what happened was, yeah, these people were slick. All right? They was going through all this stuff. They decided to mono, try to monetize it. And somebody noticed it. And it got red flag, red flag, red flag. It ended up being a whole big old mess. Okay, um, yeah, complete mess, big old mess. And they were trying to come, they were getting ready to do, they, I think they probably put a book out already about, or getting ready to put something new out. It was something, it's probably something new. And the whole thing was some, was a, a, the entire idea of somebody else. The whole thing was an entire idea of somebody else. And a person, this person in the congregation or whoever it was that was looking at this, hearing this message preached or looking at this, um, hearing this message preached, recognized that this was somebody's entire message already because they had heard the message. They heard the message. They, it was probably on a podcast or something like that, but they heard the message and this person recognized and said, no, 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 this is, uh, this is such and such as, uh, stuff, you know? So they contacted the person they saw and what I was saying, this could have, this could have already happened. It could be happening. It could be happening in the future, but the Lord has, well, he was, he's been showing me many accounts of these people doing this over and over and over. And so what's happening is, uh, so many people are getting compensated for other people's ideas. A lot of these people, million, billion followers and millionaires, billionaires, y'all took, y'all, y'all know y'all took some stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to be rude, but it ain't all of y'all. It ain't all of y'all, but a lot of y'all compensated off of somebody else's ideas, you know, and God don't like that. A lot of y'all shut down a lot of people. You took their, uh, they ideas, they logos, and you, you stole it. You did exactly what they did and you took it and you monetized off of it because maybe somebody in your family was famous or maybe somebody around you was, was, was big or you knew them. You didn't work for, you didn't work for it. You didn't work for it. And this is what this person was. This person was in the movie, Madam CJ Walk. She was a self-made. This was an example of a self-made millionaire. Okay. She didn't, she, this woman had nothing. Her family wasn't rich. Okay. 
She ain't have somebody in her life that was rich already. She ain't got, she ain't had nobody who already had a platform. She wasn't on no show. She didn't do this. She didn't do that. She had started from the bottom and she was there. Okay. She started from the bottom with nothing. Had had everything against her, people trying to steal from her, and she still made it. And that's going to be a lot of y'all in this season. A lot of y'all in this season who have been taught, people been stealing your stuff, people been taking your ideas, you're about to expand. You're going to expand past. This is what the Lord is showing me. You're going to expand past these people. You're going to expand pat, way past these people, and God is going to restore everything in your life, and he's going to take it away. From from a lot of these people, and he gon' and you gonna expand, and you're not gonna realize it because God don't like that. God don't like ugly. He don't like ugly. And just because it's looking like it's yours, and you didn't got it, and you blessed financially, there's if you if these people who are doing this, I don't care who you are. If you're a, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a pastor, preacher, you writing your books and all of that. If you are a you know, a, cre- a a creator, content creator, and you go and steal and pick off of other people's ideas, or you go and steal and pick off of their blueprints, you're going to be judged for that. The reason why, the reason why is because you cannot, you, that's the, you, you putting depth onto your name. And when I say you're going to be judged for that, when I say judge, I mean, everything we go through, I'm not saying, okay, judge you about to, your head just about to get cut off. No. Because a lot of people, when I say judge, y'all think y'all a whole round about to come bust in your house and you go and you and the whole flood about to take over your whole place. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if this you don't turn from when I say repent, if you don't turn from this specific, okay, I'm I'm this spirit of competition and you say you keep allowing this to take over and and do all of this stuff that you're doing that you don't even realize you're doing because you're being led. You've been led by your, by your insecurities, your greediness. This is greed. You're being led to take on all this stuff and you got pride and you got arrogancy and you want to be number one, number one, number one, number one, number one, everything. If you're not number one, if you number two ain't enough for you, you got to be number one. And if you're not number one, you mad. That's a lot of, I'm telling, I'm speaking to y'all and I know no, nobody want to hear this. Nobody want to hear this today. Nobody expected me to probably talk about this today, but the Lord has leading me to talk about it. It's a perfect time. This is a perfect day to start over. A perfect day. You know, this is the any day is the perfect day. It's a perfect day. Lord, you know, I am enough. Lord, I am content. Lord, you're going to exalt me. Lord, I'm going to do this. Lord, you're going to do this. And sometimes I'll be honest. Everyone wants to, you want to get to where you're supposed to be. You guys, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I've had, I, this month, I've had gotten endorsements for a book. Another an old book, another book. You know what I said? I had a whole opportunity. They said, hey, don't know where uh, where they came from. Don't know who sent the endorsement. They sent me an email um, saying your book is rated on your your book is rated above average. We want to republish and uh, market. We want to give you this and all of this stuff. And because we feel like you're, you should grow your platform, your platform should be way you know, more than it is right now and all this different stuff, blah, 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 blah. And I, I, and, and gave me a great opportunity. And I personally, I'm not saying that it wasn't from God, but I declined it because God is going to exalt me in his time. And I told them, I said, yes, I will potentially work with you in the future. Right now, this is not the opportunity for me. Was I wrong for saying this was not not, not the opportunity for me? No, because these were, this is a blessing. 
I feel like it was, but I realized that the Lord can take me where he wants to take me. And I didn't even know this week. I found out. I just found, I found out from somebody else. I didn't even know. I had no idea that I was on, on the, uh, largest radio platform in the U S I had no idea. They had no idea. Someone told me, I, I, I didn't know, but this had been for a few months already. I, I didn't know. I knew that it was growing, but I didn't know it was growing like that. So what I'm saying is God is going to exalt you. And it's, it don't, you can be on TV. You can be on the news. And we got to tell everybody we on the news. We on TV. We on the news. Okay, who cares? There are people that are, are rich. You know, if that's what y'all, what y'all care about now. We, everybody care about money now. There are people that rich ain't even on social media. Y'all don't even see them on social media. And they, and they got mo, so much money. You see the, the main billionaires don't even have that many followers. You know, I'm not talking about people who didn't, who didn't, who didn't got took, who didn't got called out for infringement so many times and you look them up and that's all they, you see that they stole everything, you know, and you took an idea from this person, this person. And you you know what? People are going to learn. People are going to make mistakes. I'm going to tell y'all this. People are going to make mistakes. All right. Everybody also, just because I'm saying I'm speaking to this person, there's people you, I don't, there's people in lawsuits right now that they not saying that they in lawsuits for copyright infringement. Okay. And there are some people that might be getting stuff blamed on their name. They might not be going through nothing. All right. But the Lord revealed to me, you know, when somebody's message is Holy Spirit led, you, you know, these specific people I'm seeing is not, they're not, they're going around. I see them in the spirit. They going around on horses, going around on horses to little, little, everyone like traveling around on horses and going still pick up they picking up it's like picking up gold on every on every place they stop they picking up something from every place picking up an idea from every place picking up the everyday and greedy just picking it up picking it up picking it up and literally from people who are some of the people these people that are picking it up from are known some of them are known but maybe platform might not be as big but they feel like you know what they got power so what they're doing is they're picking it up and they're perceiving themselves to have this power when they don't have any. The anointing isn't there. The message is there. The anointing is not there. And if you sit there long enough, if you realize and you see, you're going to see that it's not there. Because it's picked and picked and picked from all these p- things and intertwined trying to persuade a, a replica of what God is. And it's not there. And what happens is with the spirit of competition is it, it, it picks and picks and picks and runs and runs and runs. Oh, I got to be this. I got to be that. I got to be better than this. I got to be better than that. I got to be. And when it doesn't have an idea, it, it, don't, it goes crazy. Oh, I don't know what to do. Oh, somebody else get up there. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm depressed. Oh, I'm feeling that way. Because there's no more ideas. But the Lord wants to warn somebody. He wants to help somebody. If you are going through this, if you are going through this struggling with comp- competitiveness in a friendship, in a relationship, because a lot of people competing against their spouses. Y'all competing against y'all spouse. You don't even want yo 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 uh wife might have an idea. You don't want her to. You don't even want her to um, move in her idea. Your husband might have an idea. You don't want him to become too big because, or you don't want him to become too known because you feel like if he become too known. Women going to be attracted to him if he become too known. So you don't want him to come into his full potential. So this is not only just in uh, what I'm talking about. This is something that the Lord is revealing to me 
everywhere. And so what's going to happen is that God is what he showed the dream. The dream represents something bigger than what it was perceived to be. The dream represents the Lord exposing. It represents the Lord exposing um, this, this spirit. Okay, the spirit of competition. It represents him exposing it when this person said, oh, I, um, you know, when this person saw it and the person who saw that this message was not this person's message or this person's information or content, that person who saw it was angry and they were sitting there and said, no, 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 this is not yours. You know, this is so, so it became a big commotion and a big thing going on simply because this person did not, this was not this person's information and they recognized, okay, you know what? This is, this is fraud. You know, this is fraud. This is not, this night, this ain't yours. Such and such said this, such and such did this. This is such and such and stuff. So what's happening is, um, if we don't get a hold of that, you're going to fall. It doesn't matter. I'm going to tell y'all something. You can, people with money, they can buy stuff. They can buy everything they want. They can buy, this is why, this is why in the old time, these millionaires, they bought off, they went to go buy off other people's ideals because they were so scared and threatened that they were going, that they weren't going, they wanted to be the top. They wanted to buy off. This is what investors did. They went to go buy off other stuff so that they can be the number one. They wanted to be the number one. And I saw in this, this little Madam CJ movie, you know, she was telling this this woman, and it's you know, it's not about light skin and dark skin. I mean, yeah, you got competition in that too because um, I I tell people all the time, like I feel like people, you know, I understand that this woman, you know, I used to have this red hair, and this woman in this movie had this red hair, or whatever, you know, light skin or whatever. But please don't start hating people who lighter or you know whatever because you feel like women who are lighter are out to get you or you they want you to look like them everybody don't want you to look like them i barely don't even realize what my skin tone is uh throughout the day unless i actually look at it i don't even know what it is so everybody is not you know you do have women that sit up there making their songs and stuff like that that's their foolishness but no i think that darker women you know with with uh curlier hair you know are beautiful I myself have curlier hair, you know, so I don't look at anyone as being less than anyone. I sure, sure don't want nobody to be thinking that they need to be me. And so that's the problem. It's become a competitive uh, nature. And, you know, we go see these movies and we start to internalize these movies. Like we start to think everybody our enemy or everybody this or everybody that. And that's not the case. That's not the case. That's also bringing division. So that's what competitiveness does. It comes to bring division. But this woman in the movie was competing against this this woman, and this was her own idea. She just can't, she just tried to embrace her idea, and she gets she gets like bashed and going through all of this stuff. She. So what, what happened is if we're not careful, we're going to get as far as going to take like going mess with people's businesses. You ever hear them stories where all of a sudden somebody growing and all of a sudden somebody going put a spell or they go and contact the workers or 
contacting the people that they work with to, to ruin the deals. That that's that's how bad it gets. That's how bad the stuff gets. If you hear about it all the time in pageants, they go mess up the stuff. In competitions, they go mess up the stuff. They go try to go messing with your life, your parent, your relationship, just to throw you off. This is this is this is not right, y'all. And you don't think, and some of y'all don't think God see it. You don't think God see that you going stealing ideas or you going gossiping or you going trying to pick in little holes. Uh, trying to send people to go find and spy and find out information about somebody to see how their business going or see what they doing or see trying to steal like customers. You don't see, you don't think God see that, but he see that, you know, it, it goes as far as people getting on social media, trying to make, you know, trying to make a little account to make sure that you don't get into your account to make sure that you don't, you don't, uh, post, you don't create something new. They go try to create the account just so it's locked. Just so you don't do it. Y'all don't see, y'all don't see that. You don't think that God see that, but God see that. And that come from that competitiveness. You, you competing against your friend. You trying to have, okay, your friend had two kids. You need to have four. Your friend got married. You need to get married. You got to get, shoot, some of y'all go try to get married, get married again just to say you got married because it's coming from competitiveness and you find yourself, you in a whole lifestyle. You got all these different tasks and you can't keep up. You don't know what God graced somebody. You don't know what he he gave how many talents he's given somebody else. You might have one, but somebody else might have six. So you see them producing. You don't know to whom much is given, much is required. You don't know what they went through to get them six talents. You don't know what they had to endure to be able to handle those six things they're getting ready to do. And it's a lot of y'all, and I want to encourage some people because some of y'all, God has gifted you with six talents or seven whatever 10 and he's going to take them away because you know what you have fallen into into this spirit into this competitiveness and you've gotten distracted a lot of y'all been doing some stuff years ago and God wants to restore it back to you he gonna give it back to you but because you see someone else doing it before you you get jealous and then you go into this competition when God already said that was for you too you could do you could do more than one thing. You know what I noticed? I noticed about a lot of people, especially if I when I, I have counseled them and, and talked to them and helped them through it. A lot of people I've realized, even people in my own life, have gotten jealous when they were not doing it themselves. They saw me doing something. And they were mad because they weren't doing it themselves. The moment that they started doing it themselves, they was good again. They was happy again. They was happy again. A lot of y'all, y'all might say, well, you know what? Uh, I want to get my hair done. I haven't get my hair done in so long. And I see such and such. She got her hair done. She got her eyebrows done. Oh, man, you know what? Forget everybody. She ugly. I'm sick of that. And then the moment you get your eyebrows and hair done. Yes, Lord is good. Praise Jesus. Everything all right. I'm trying to tell y'all, you could be the best uh, boss queen you could be. And all of a sudden, you, you back. You back happy and you motivating people again. But when you, the moment you, you not where you want to be, you mad and gossiping about people. Oh, uh, you thought y'all and y'all and uh, you and your store. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all mad. Oh, you thought this was going to be, uh, oh, you thought you could beat me. Oh, you thought, you thought, you thought, you thought, you thought. Yeah, that's how y'all be. Now, some of y'all, you going through some 
people that's hating on y'all. They trying to shut down your business, trying to do all this. But a lot of y'all doing that to other people too. You know, you're doing that to other people too and you're trying to compete. I used to have, um, when I was 21, I told you guys I opened up a storefront, my first storefront uh, in Houston. And it was a dance studio. And I people were so mad. Um, people were shutting down, calling, complaining, shutting, complaining, shutting down, trying to shut down my business. I remember I had a dream about it and I saw these two women and the two women was outside of the studio and they was throwing rocks. That's what I saw. And then the, in the dream, I was at the top of this, you know, thing, but they, anyway, they was throwing rocks and basically like, um, uh, just, just a lot of stuff, you know, complaining and complaining. So, the one of the insurance, uh, the, there was an insurance business in the same little area I was in, and she said, um, yeah, did someone report this thing or report uh, something happened? I said, I said, I, didn't, I don't know. You know, she said, yeah, someone came and reported the, the, the studio, complain, complaining, you know, reporting this whole uh, property, and I was like, yeah, people just hating, you know? People just mad because what happened was I would put my address. We would do Bible studies every week. I was getting so many clients. Students was coming in. So students coming to to learn dance. And it was so, when you pass by the street, that little part of the street was glowing and lighting up. Everything else was probably just rolling and doing it. But that that part was just rolling and lighting up. Pool parties, we having fun, music, dancing. And it was so much fun. But people didn't like that. People in the neighborhood didn't like that, you know. People that were seeing it on Facebook and, and Instagram didn't like that I was running it and I was running it successfully. They didn't like that, you know. They didn't they didn't like that. So they would come pick with it, you know. So you're going to have people that's going to come pick with your stuff. And what happened was you would have people secretly, you don't even think they look, they looking at you. You don't even think they know you. You don't even think they think they know you and you find that they know you. They they doing the same exact idea that you doing and you don't even know. Because they can't wonder why is your stuff growing and why they not growing. Or they they wonder that was supposed to be me. I was supposed to be there. That's from competition, you guys. That's envy. And so we we can talk about all this stuff all day. We can preach about everything. I'm speaking, look, all these messages I go back and listen to. I speak to every every single thing I, I preach. I go back. Everything a single thing I talk about, I go back. And anything I'm saying about for anybody, I'm speaking for me. We got we have to we have to do better. We're supposed to be uplifting people. If the Lord is giving you something, you realize that if somebody is blessed in what they're doing, they're blessed in what they're doing. They're blessed. They have an anointing to do what they're doing. But a lot of people are y'all pinpointing, y'all taking all this stuff. And the thing that the problem is when you are taking something and you trying to compensate for it and you trying to get the credit, give people their credit, give people their credit. Don't, don't get sued for all the money you made. And then you, you don't have no money and you back to where you was before you even got to that point. Don't, don't do that. Cause you don't know who you messing with. You don't know who, what person you taking from that's, that's already preparing something that's already protecting themselves you have no idea. So you need to really watch yourself and and not let all this, you know, I'm going to be this number one. Number one. You're doing all this stuff and you don't know who they know in another country. You don't know who church you about to land on, who platform, 
who leadership conference that you about to land on and you about to say the same exact speech of somebody else stole it last minute because you didn't dig in the word yourself you didn't pray and ask god for a fresh word so you're gonna take that same thing and you're gonna preach it and you're gonna get caught and because you've been doing it for so long and you ain't never get caught it's gonna be that one thing that one person that you're gonna try and it's and, and it's not gonna get past it so i'm just trying to warn somebody today if you feel triggered by this message i do apologize but i did have to say it okay I, I, I do if you feel triggered by this message and you feel like, you know what, I feel like people gossiping, I feel like people talking about me. No, nobody talking about you. It's different if somebody trying to help you and give you a warning. I'm talking about all aspects, all aspects, you know, friendships. Y'all sitting up here competing with y'all friends, doing y'all doing witchcraft on y'all friends, y'all praying these enchantments and all this stuff. You know, I was, um, I was talking to someone the other day. And they was telling me that they seen this thing on um on on social media, and this girl had, and you know I've been yeah I've been through this many times with people. This girl had um a roommate, you know, and a roommate was jealous of her. And I mean I've been through this. I can't tell you how many times I went through this. You know, probably since I was like maybe yeah I've been probably eighteen. I've been going through a lot of things. You know that's why I, I, I'm really. I do not get close. I'm, it's not me being rude, but I'm very, I'm very, I'm, look, you know, I trust only God 100%. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> only 100%. But there's some people that they're going to attract these type of jealous spirits to their life. They're going to attract that. You know, they're going to always attract that. Um, and people that you think don't know you, know you. And you wondering, how do they know me? They know you. They know you because something in your light attracting them. You know, I don't care how much money they got or how much they uh follows they got. They they know you and they threaten. And 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 they making sure that you're not gonna get what they at. That's that's how we doing it now. But anyway, she said that it was this um she was watching something on on um social media and this best friend, she was roommates with this other girl. And you know how they roommates now, they, they share them rooms where they in the same room. I don't know how y'all do that. But anyway, <laughs> they in the same exact room. You know, these college dorms, which I don't feel like it's safe. I feel like they do it to keep you accountable, but I don't feel like it's like really safe. You know, because there's so many cases of like uh, homicide and all this different stuff. But anyway, she was, the girl said <clears throat> that she was asleep. And the friend didn't know that she was asleep. So when she got up, she opened one of her eyes, I guess, you know, one eye open, and she realized that the friend was chanting, chanting against her. I hope she doesn't make it in life. I hope she fails. And she had all these tarot cards and just, just all this stuff that she didn't even know. She didn't know that the girl probably had all of that in the first place, but she, I only know some of the story. I don't know the whole story. So y'all might have seen it and know it better than me, but I only know a little bit because of what I was told. So she was like, yeah, the person was just, I hope she don't, nah, nah. I hope she don't, you know, just chanting, chanting. And she woke up and she saw that the person was chanting. So she didn't tell the girl. She didn't tell the girl she saw her. She left. She just left. And she went and um, I don't think she... Uh, I think she went home. She just left, went home or something. The girl had a whole voodoo doll, everything. It was crazy. So she um, left and 
she was saying, I hope she doesn't get in any relationships. I hope she doesn't ever get in good relationships. Everything going to fit. Like, just talking. This is a best friend. You know, talking down, talking down, talking down. And um, the girl was acting like nothing happened. Oh, what's wrong? You know, calling, 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 calling. That's how you know they be calling you. Calling, calling, calling. And um, trying, to fig- trying to realize, figure out, like, what's, why is she upset? But see, she knew what was going on. You know, see them things don't them put through people gonna get mad when you feel when you know what's what they doing. These friends in your life gonna get mad when they know that you when God revealed that they talking about you and they 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 don't they don't have your good intentions and they praying that you fail and you don't know why you can't why you can't get married or why you can't do this or why you can, your life ain't changed because you got somebody close to you that's in your camp, literally in there, close to you on the phone, calling you every day literally has a whole shrine oh i hope she doesn't get married oh i hope pray nobody is attracted to her oh i pray she don't have kids oh i pray she she get ugly oh i pray she get fat i'm telling y'all i've prayed and i've delivered people who has had weight on them i'm telling you weight that was not physical weight it was spiritual weight and it was caused from from a hexes and spells that was put on them so that they can be unattractive so that the other person can look better than them just so the other person can take their husbands so the other person can do I'm, I'm seeing it family members close people these are family members and, and friends doing this to people and they got weight on them that they ain't even theirs and they don't want they they depressed and don't work don't understand why their husband not looking at them why they doing it because somebody close to them and putting all this stuff on them and they don't realize what's going on you know, and this person found this out, you know, and, and left. But this, she said that day she wasn't, she couldn't get, wasn't, wasn't getting no relationships, nothing just because this person was praying and praying and, it, and she was speaking into her life and she didn't know what was going on. See, you're not going to know how to, how to extinguish or get rid of something in your life unless you know what it is. Unless you're aware of what it is, what somebody put around you or on you, you're not going to know what to do. Y'all, you're not going to see it. A lot of us, we don't believe in the witch stuff. We don't, we say, because y'all ain't getting affected by it. So the people, when I hear people say, oh, this stuff ain't real, you ain't getting, you ain't getting, you ain't going through nothing yet. I, I'm not trying to be rude, but you ain't, you ain't hit that level where somebody got your name on the altar and they praying over you every day. You ain't hit that level yet. A lot of y'all haven't hit that level you haven't went through it so you don't you don't know what's going on you think that everybody who's saying that witch stuff is real you don't realize that you got somebody in your place around in your neighborhood that's doing stuff on you because you haven't good you haven't you ain't getting fought like that y'all some some people just comfortable y'all living a breezy christian life that's fine everybody not like that some people are going through high levels of warfare because of what they're doing in the earth what they call to do who they helping you attach yourself with somebody that God put you in, in contact with that you're supposed to help. Don't think that you're not about to start going through no warfare. And you and people are not going to try to start stopping you because you in their life all of a sudden and you helping them. And you see the hex in them. You see people praying witchcraft on them. You praying it off, you praying it off for them. They getting delivered from it. The people that's doing it, they wondering how they how is they moving on in life. And then they see you and they say, oh, this person. This person helping them. So then they start praying against you because they see that you... You can see what's what you you praying and, and overseeing other people. This is why I'm telling when I'm talking about this dismantling divination. All y'all y'all wanna y'all wanna do I'll take all this responsibility and you ain't ready to get hit. You're not ready to get hit with that. 
taking little pick, big messages, ideas, do, ain't, it's not going to give you the anointing. Y'all p- people trying to, you want to set, you want to hook up with the millionaires, billionaires. Y'all want to take pictures and, and, and hook up with these people because you, you hoping, okay, you know what? If I hook up with these people, this going to be who I'm going to be. You hook up with like-minded people. This going to be who I'm be. They going to endorse me. Yeah, they might. I don't need, I don't need nobody endorsement. The only endorsement I need is God's and he going to send the people. He going to send who he want to send to endorse you because it's going to be people that's they going to as much as you want them to they not going to help you they not and the people that you think that's going to help you some of them they're going to be jealous of you so you have to ask yourself look i don't need I, all i need is god god gonna get me to the top he gonna bring who i'm supposed to bring in my life to get me to where i need to be and and some people just because they have money or whatever they think that okay you know what i didn't pay this off for this person they ain't gonna they ain't gonna uh I got that out the way. I'm threatened. I ain't threatened by them. I, I, I help them. So I got that. No, you still ain't safe. Just cause I don't care how much amount of money you put on nothing. You still not safe. You, when I say you're not safe, God's still going to correct you. It don't matter how much money you put on anything. It don't matter how much money you gave. I tell people all the time, if you give me, if you give me something, thank you, hallelujah, praise Jesus. But if God still, if God tell me to come tell you something or tell you the truth, I'm going to still tell you because I'm committed to God. I'm not committed to man. This is why so many people, so many celebrities that get into a point where they are compromising. The reason why they're compromising is because they have too much to lose. They have too much connections. It's okay to have connections. That's fine. But if you are getting to the point where you are, if you are getting to the point where you are idolizing your connections and you feel, and God had already told you, God has already told God's like, Hey, you know, uh, you need to speak to this guy. The Lord sitting there, the Lord sitting there showing y'all some dreams, showing a lot of y'all dreams. You, you should have been told some people something. You should have been told some people something. And it's, everybody think correction. You think because somebody coming to you that it's a bad thing. No, I think, I think it's, it's highly respectable. If someone comes to me and says, you know, the Lord, um, showed me this dream about you. This, uh, I've, people have come to me all the time. You know, I saw this warning or this, you need to be careful. You know, this now I, I, God is going to show me what to receive. That's important. Cause a lot of people, I've had people still trying to bring me and drag me back to the same stuff that the Lord took me out of <laughs> and had the nerve to come and tell me I was wrong when God had took me out of that. There's no way I'm going to be honest with y'all. The same thing what I said with the dismantling divination. Um, a lot of people leaving your church because yo, it's a lot of stuff in your church. I'm, I'm going to be straight up honest that that ain't right. And a lot of y'all, and look, hey, that's your test, okay? Everybody don't, I'm, everybody don't have to leave. Everybody not going to leave. That's important. But if you're willing, if you're not willing to c- correct and change what God is trying to change about you, and you walking around prideful saying, oh, I'm good. Ain't, I didn't do nothing wrong. Nothing I did was wrong. Um, da, 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 da. We understand you're going through a lot in your life and you're under pressure. We understand that. But can you still submit when God is trying to tell you, when you have done something uh, that might not have been honorable, can you go seek him and see what it is? Or are you just in a mindset, ain't nobody got to tell me what I'm going to do, blah, 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 blah. But that's what I'm talking about. That's different. People going to leave your church up and down. 
All right? It's, it's up for you if you're going to get distracted. People are going to leave up and down. People are not going to agree up and down. But can you not, can you, can you be able to submit yourself and say, okay, the Lord, what is it? that you might be trying to tell me. That's the problem with a lot of leaders right now. They don't have that type of humility. It's, it's either, it's you, it gotta be you. That, this is how it be. This is how most of the leadership be. It, oh, it gotta be them. It ain't me. It gotta be them. They got, they got trauma. They got issues in their own life. They, they left. It gotta be them. But y'all sitting here talking about your congregation like a dog. Okay. Y'all making a fool of them. Everybody pole, everybody this, but you, but you want people to sit under that. You want, so, so you want to, you, you, you're going to sit just because you sat under this uh, tyranny in a spiritual abusive uh, atmosphere. Don't mean somebody else needs to tolerate it. That's what y'all got to ask yourself. That's, that's for another day. But what I'm saying is have, ask yourself when you're in a situation, you know, and, and then you, you hear people say, well, you know, I feel like people shouldn't take it personally. You know, pastors, they go through all their own stuff and they have their own different things. They have so many pressure from the congregation, blah, 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 blah. This is why you need to learn to have boundaries and stop putting your congregation before God. You got to start telling people, no, oh, can I, uh, pastor, can you come with me to my cookout? Pastor, can you, I cannot right now. You better be able to tell them, Hey, I can't come there right now. I got, I got my family to take care of. I'm trying to tell y'all once I got to the point where I was able to tell people, no, instead of my life changed. just because you're a pastor and you got all this responsibility does not mean that you have to compromise your own life for someone else and for the sake of the church. I'm just I'm just trying to be real. That's why a lot of people depressed, they don't know where they're going. They want to commit suicide because they I'm I'm a, I'm a straight up tell people no. Hey, I can't. I am going to have to catch you back next Sunday. But I'm going to see if I cuz every I'm going to tell you when you're a pastor and you're a preacher, everybody want to every a minister, everybody want to hang out with you. Everybody giving you a seed. They want to uh just cuz they and then look, it gets to the point where just because they gave you a seed, they, they, they think that they entitled to hang out with you. Then uh, what happens is you, your life start getting swayed by other people and it's not God. It start getting swayed by other people. Oh, I gave pastor 5,000 million trillion thousand dollar seed. She going to hang out with me till the end of the year. No, she not. Cause she don't got to, he don't have to. So this is why y'all got to start creating some boundaries. You know, it ain't nothing wrong. I don't, I don't think it's nothing wrong with ministry. Ministry should not be all depressing and all this stuff like people think. It's a systematic thing that we stuck in, okay? Half of us taking on responsibility that God ain't called us to do, <laughs> straight up. Like, some things, I'm going to tell people all the time, it's not my job. I had to learn that real early because I wanted to help everybody. I wanted to help, oh, the home is everybody. But when it was my, I'm, I'm telling you, on, on the phone with th- for three hours with people, helping them for, with their marriage problem, take, helping them with all this stuff. But when it came to me, it couldn't get one phone call. One phone call. Oh, she good. She good. But, but everything in their life, tidy. Everything going well. Oh, she, she good. She going to be good. But I wasn't. But there was no one, there was no one in my corner, you know, yeah, I had people around me. The, the few people that I do have around me that I trust around me, you know, to keep me accountable, but they were no 
like, I'm talking about the people that, I'm talking about friends. I ain't talking about, like, look, look, okay, I'll explain to y'all. In the past, a year ago, because <laughs> God removed a lot of people, but when I say he removed a lot of people, toxic things, leeches that was in my life, and just things, relationships, and things that I outgrew, okay? All of them were not bad. It, we just outgrew. But there are ministry people that are in my life that are firm, okay? Having a friendship plus having, what is it? Um, What is it? Acquaintances, how y'all like to say? That's completely different from ministry accountability in my life. That's completely different. My friends, I have certain friends that I could talk that I could talk about different things to specifically. I did not certain things I did not talk to them about. Some things I did. So it's very much different. All right. But those people in my life that I felt that I can come to, like literally, like could not would not help me in that specific time. This is what I'm trying to explain to you guys. So what I'm saying is to get back into my topic, and especially what I'm trying to say in this time is there is so much everything not bad y'all that's not what people I, I just pray people don't I don't on, to be honest I it doesn't matter what people think about me I, I really don't care it's not me trying to be you know arrogant or anything like that I'm just committed to God okay I'm not a slave to people I tell people this all the time if I feel like I am entrapped you are keeping me under an entrapment uh, where you think that I am supposed to like literally obey or put you as an idol, I would say. Because it's not the same as being submissive or listening. Because I listen to people all the time. I got people calling me. I listen to them, listen to what they have to say. That's not a, I, I can follow. Because a lot of people can't follow. That's the issue too. But I can, okay? That's not the issue. But you can't expect people to follow you as a leader and you toxic, okay? And you have false leadership, and your leadership is not sound. When I say sound, meaning you a tyrant. Everything you you just you want to do whatever you want to do. You want to treat people. You can't do that. No, you're still a servant. As a leader, you are still a servant. You're still a servant. Okay? Cause cause nobody don't have to listen to you. You only a leader because somebody decided to listen to you and, and see you as as in as that and because God called you there. But no one has to do that. You can be right back where you was tomorrow. You know, so the point is, whoever this, this is, cause it's probably multiple people, but I'm, I'm seeing this specific person, these specific people, um, the Lord wants me to warn and just because I saw these people, the, the God did not reveal I'm just seeing it. That's what I'm saying. This can be somebody who is, um, it could be multiple platforms. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. It could be multiple platforms. But what I'm saying is you, God wants you to know that you have your own story to tell. You got your own story to tell. God called you to do something. He been called you to do it. Like I said before, even if it's one thing, God wants you to do that one thing. Good. That one thing good. He wants you to do that one thing good to the best that you have ever done it in your life. And if you commit to that one thing, God is going to be honored. This is what this is for somebody because I feel like we get to looking and oh, I can't. I, I gotta. I gotta be here. 
if I, I and we and we get so much expectations for ourselves and we don't realize that God can change a situation in a day. In two hours, he can change a situation. You know? So this competitiveness, um, God not going nowhere. I mean, like, why? He looking at, it's like him looking at his people. He like, you know, everybody trying to compete with each other. I'm looking for one person. I'm looking for one person. That's, what is, I'm looking for one person. If the word says that. God is looking, God is like, I'm looking for one person. Is they just honoring me? What are they doing? They could be sitting there painting at home. Ain't got nothing in their place. Nothing, just a canvas and a, not even a canvas, a piece of cardboard. And they just plant, they just paint away. And God is like, you know what? Their heart is after mine. I want to bless them just because their heart is after mine. And everybody else, y'all scrambling around. I got to do this. I got to do this. I'm a guy. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to see people this. I don't understand. We've all been there. We feel like, you know what? I want to give this. I want to do this. I want to do this. You know? And... You got so much to give. I know how exciting it is. You know, I'm the type of person, I feel like I have so much, like, um, things that I want to teach people. You know, women, men, just, like, teach. And I feel like, you know, I get to that point. I'm like, oh, my God, I got so much I want to get. And I got to get to the point of, like, Lord, okay, how do I start this? Okay, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray because I want to make sure that I'm in your will. So it is so exciting when you have God has blessed you so much and he's given you so much money, so much finances, and you just want to give it away. Yes, God has got you to that point where you want to. Yes, that's that's great. It's, it's amazing to want to give what God has given you away and teach other people and mentor other people. I love it. God loves that. But we got to be careful not to lose focus. Don't lose focus thinking that, okay, I got to get everybody else stuff. Because if somebody else get it before me, oh my God, I'm I, they, I'm not going to be on this platform. Anymore. I'm trying to, so I, I just feel like, you know, we're trying to keep this role. We're trying to keep this platform. We're trying to keep people wanting us. We're trying to keep followers. We're trying to keep uh, residential income. We want all of this stuff. But God is like, you don't have to keep nothing. You don't have to keep anything. When you are in me, you don't have to keep in you. You already in me. What you gotta keep? What you gotta try to like? You already here. There's nothing that is more than there's nothing that more that I can give you than me. Everything else will be added to you. So that's what I encourage you guys. I encourage whoever you are. And you are saying, you know what, I just, and you, and, and you know, I, that, that spirit of competition that you depressed, you sad, you don't, you ain't online, you happy, smiling, happy as a bird, but, but outside of that, you not, internally you not, and some of y'all stay too busy that you can't even deal with your own emotions and you don't know what's going on, that's why you gotta slow down, deal with your emotions, okay, I'm sad. I'm like literally sad right now. That's this is what you guys got to tell yourself. Like, okay, I'm sitting here. I got all this money. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm so busy. When you start to become, when you start to hit that like influencer mark, 
you start getting a lot of endorsements, okay? You start getting a lot of deals. A lot of people want to partner with you. Like I was telling you guys, somebody, multiple people in the past few months this, uh, asked a partner. But me having my own ownership, I didn't want to sell my ownership over. You know, I didn't want to do that. I already do multiple things for myself, have the team. I, I didn't want to do that. You know, so I made that decision right now, for right now. In the future, I will. But I, I know right now I'm not ready to be endorsed by all these different people because I know that it's going to require me, or y'all listening, it's going to require me to put way more time that I don't have right now. And so I'm being wise. I'm being smart because five endorsements plus what I'm doing right now, preparing for what I'm doing, other stuff that I'm doing, it's too much for me. So I'm not taking on that time. There's some things that you need to say no to. Hey, I can't do this right now. Because what you what happens is you get into it prematurely. And then I'm not saying you mess it up. I just feel like you got on all these different tasks. When you have a lot of tasks, I, I'm the type of person, I got a lot of tasks. And, and people say, well, how do you manage all this stuff? Because there's something in my mind mentally that I do. And I think I talked to you guys before and I said I was going to explain how I do it. I'm, believe it or not, people don't re- realize, but I'm a micro learner. Like, I'm like a micro learner. All right. So I can have, mm, let's see, I can complete maybe 10 tasks throughout the day where somebody else might can only complete two. The reason being is not that I'm I'm uh, it's not that I'm going fast like a tortoise, but I can complete these ten tasks. Let's say I have ten tasks. I'm talking about big tasks. My mind breaks these big tasks down to small tasks. So throughout the time, let's say we have a month time limit. Throughout the time, I might have ten tasks or ten development. These are big long-term things that I have to create and structure. And I micromanage these as time, I micro uh, learn, like not learn, but, you know, basically break them down in smaller tasks. So someone who is completing maybe two tasks, I might complete 10 for for 10 different people or 10 different things because my mind structures it that way. I don't know where it came from. It's just a gift. And so... Well, how are you able to produce all this stuff? How are you able to move? And this is important with, the, with these tasks that I'm doing. I'm not moving fast like a, like a, a hare, like a rabbit, you know, a hare. I'm not moving fast like that. They're, they're producing, but they're producing at a slow rate. But then they all, it all comes together in excellence and the way it needs to be because I've worked with it over time. I'm not rushing it. But see, I produce these things in a way and I, and I thank God for it because, but I'm, I'm able to move. I'm, I'm happier. I'm not always in a, in a rush trying to do this stuff. And it just happens. It happens naturally because I'm letting it happen. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of y'all, y'all got to ask yourself, Hey, what type of person am I? Like what, what capacity can I have right now? It's okay to say, okay, you know what? I got this workout plan. I'm doing this. You might need to work. Somebody might be able to do two. You know, I used to, as when I was a cheerleader, y'all, <laughs> ooh, when I was 18 in college, I was a cheerleader. Y'all used to work out two hours, literally two hours. I mean, six pack when I tell y'all lit. Um, now <laughs> you probably going to get 30 minutes from me. I got everything in the home to work out everything I want, but you probably going to see me uh, 30 minutes and then maybe 30 minutes again later on. 
you know? And what I used to do was when I used to run, I used to run my six miles, uh, I used to run six miles. And this was a, this was a beginning of a pregnancy. I remember I was running six, I was running six miles a week. I remember that. And me and this woman, we would run 30 minutes. We run 30 minutes a day, only 30 minutes, 30 minutes a day, three times a week, six miles. And we would, we would, we would bring it up a notch. We, we started bringing it up a notch because we, we said, okay, you know what? We could do this. It's easy. Let's bring it up. You want to go to 10 miles? So we started going, we, 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 we built our stamina. A lot of y'all need to build stamina. It's okay to slow down at a slower rate. You see somebody going two hours. You see somebody going five, six hours and you're like, oh, I need to hurry up. I'm, I'm running. No, no, no. Build your stamina. 15 minutes, 10 minutes. I, when I used to run track, I used to be, I used to outrun, I used to um, run race boys. Listen to this. This one guy, he was a, he was a distance runner. I was a sprinter. This is important. I am a, a relay runner. I am a, a four by one, four by two. That's the type of runner I, uh, uh, I am. And when I was 13, I ran in a TSU uh, relays, the Texas relays. I ran in a, uh, <clears throat> for the middle school division during that time. And I was anchor leg. I was always anchor leg. And they had me anchor leg. I ran the curve. I was good at the curve. Everybody else couldn't do the curve, but that was me. But I ran, I remember racing this guy. I had to race this guy because they were trying to place us. They made me run. I had to run boys because I would beat all the girls. So it was me and this girl. We were both fast, but I had to race a boy to determine who would be anchor. And they put me anchor because they made me race this boy. <clears throat> and I, I uh, ran faster than this guy. But this guy, listen, this guy was a distance runner. I could beat him in a sprint. Oh, it was easy to beat him in a sprint. But he was a guy. Keep in mind. But when it came to distance... And cross country, he ran. He 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 outran me. You know why he outran me? Because he knew how to build his stamina. Now, when I'm talking about the six miles, I got to that point. You know why? I couldn't do that at first. No, 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 no. We wouldn't. We was doing two miles. Yeah, we was doing like two miles. We had bumped it up a notch, but we was almost doing two miles in fifteen minutes. Now I could probably hit knock that out. Yeah, probably like. 20 15 minutes now but then it was 30 minutes two miles 30 minutes some people it might be two miles for you three miles for you one hour but we was running we was knocking that out you know how old this woman was this woman was in her 50s running with me she was healthy when i say healthy i mean like i'm not saying like you know whatever but no this woman was in her 50s running with me we was running miles I remember running the whole Memorial Park, the three mile park. And like th- we ran that thing quick when I was when I was 19. But see, I had built my stamina because in middle school, you could I would I would beat you in a sprint. But that that coach had me running them little lumps and stuff. I didn't want to do that. I was a sprinter. I said, look, I'm doing a hundreds, four by one, four by two. Fast, quick. That was me. That was the. I, that's the most exciting part of track. Them, them, them uh, relays. Everybody waiting for the relays. That was me. But that distance run. It was something about that distance run. And I watched this guy. The same guy that I beat in the race. I remember. This same guy. I watched him at our track meet. And we did. He did a. Um, this is my first track meet. First ever track meet. I did four by two. Oh my God, that four by two was something else. My legs gave out at the end. It was crazy. But I watched him do this four by, he did a four by four where you run four whole laps. He ran, you run four whole laps distance run 
we came out in first, our school. This dude started, he, when he started you, and I think he was going to win. He was, ooh, he was running, but he was pacing. I watched how he paced, he paced. One lap, he paced. Each, each lap, it was almost like he passed up somebody else because everybody was getting, listen, everybody was getting tired. They started off the race. Listen, they started off the race fast, and they ended the race slow. See the see the four by four, the distance running cross country, very much different from a, a sprinter. These are two different runners, built for two different things. <clears throat> it's exciting to be a sprinter and jump them hurdles. And even though I beat him as a boy, this was a guy who run fast. He run fast, but his strength when I was in that time was a distance. He he was a distance. It was like the turtle and the hare. The hare was yeah the sprinter. So this is what I'm trying to encourage y'all right now. Some of y'all are sprinting where God wants you to be in a distance. He wants you to be, he wants you to be a distance runner and you scan you pacing it. You sprinting where God wants you to pace it. He wants you to pace it right now. He wants you to pace it right now. And you sprinting, and God is like, I need you to pace this. Cause if you don't pace this, you're gonna lose it all. You're gonna lose the whole race. If you don't pace it all, you're gonna lose the race. And so a lot of you guys <clears throat> are sprinting where God wants you to pace. You got all the talent. You got the money. You got the talent. You got everything you need. And you and look, you anointed. But he say you gonna you. I need you to pace right now. I don't care if somebody up up, up um, on the list above you. This is why. This is why. Listen, God taught me. He prepared me for this. Now this has been nine years. I, I could have been, look, when I tell y'all I was in so many rooms, I could have been, I would have been on TV right now already. I, that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. And people don't believe me. God took me out of rooms. There were many rooms I declined and left. I didn't leave on, some of them I didn't leave. I said, I can't do this right now. God said, any, he told me, he said, when I was 19, he said, any opportunity that's going to advance you in your career, decline it. I said, God, that's too much you asking me. <laughs> do you understand who, who I'm in a room with? God said, any opportunity that is going to advance you in this season, decline it. And I was obedient. And so I went year from year watching all my friends pass me up. When I tell you, like in New York, in Chicago, they in acting, like working at top acting uh, schools, dance schools, L.A., New York, everywhere. And here I am, I'm, I'm st- I was still sitting in Houston. And I'm like, and people say, you should, why are you still here? You should be in LA. You should be in, you shouldn't even be here. Why are you here? And, and I had to sit here and, and watch people rub it in my face because God was telling me any opportunity that's going to advance you, you decline. So here I am walking around following God. Okay. It's not that I couldn't, it's not that I couldn't get there. I tell people all the time. I tell people now I, I can get. I can get wherever God want me to get. I know how to get there. Is it the time for me to get there? And so when people see me, they say, oh, you got so much potential. You should be where you want to be. I'm moving on God's speed. I ain't moving on you because you're going to have me in a situation where I'm not supposed to be. So you got to ask yourself, is God telling you to pace yourself? You y'all trying to run. Some of y'all, you going to be strong in one area. I was strong in that area. (laughs) was beating you know how fast guys are i raced guys to train me to be the fat this is how i prepped as when i was i was i was running since i was like four years old i was racing boys 
you know why I went to go race the boys? Because I was always, I was always outrunning the girls. So I would go race the boys. I said, I need a challenge. I was challenging myself. And then here we go in track. These dudes are fast and I'm beating these guys. This is, a, this is an Olympic level. I've had people tell me, you need, to, you need to go there. You need to train for the Olympics. You need to go to the Olympics. Believe it or not, that was, that was, a, that was a dream of mine at one point. It was. But people would tell me that because that was where I was going in that area. Always, always. Every time I race, everybody. Okay, this is the person that's going to represent our class. She anchor legs. Since I was since little. So what I'm saying is, I'm not, I'm not good at everything. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. I, st- I got to pace my, there are certain levels in your life. And in my life, I'm speaking to me too, that I have to pace myself because I, I don't know what I'm getting into. I might be good over here. Okay, I got this. It's easy. But when I get over here, oh, I got to pace. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm dealing with right here. I got to pace. This is what the Lord is trying to teach some of y'all to pace. We trying to get the, the Forbes list. Y'all getting distracted. Y'all getting distracted. Y'all want to be, we trying to get the Forbes list. We trying to be out, do this. Y'all getting distracted. Do you know, God revealed to me, he said millionaires overnight. Some of y'all going to wake up and you're going to be on Forbes. Because everybody going to buy your book. Billion dollar sales. You ain't going to know where you went. These people going to buy your book out of nowhere. You ain't going to even know. People that you never thought supported you going to buy a book, going to buy a product. Not even a book, a product. They're going to sign up for something. And you going to, I'm telling you, overflow overnight. This is how some people going to get to where they're supposed to be. And y'all, y'all playing. Y'all, y'all sitting up here sprinting. God said, I just told you to pace, but you're not listening to me. You, you're, you're sprinting ahead and all I said, all, all you got to do is go to sleep and you can wake up on fours. But see, y'all don't understand the power of God. Y'all don't want, y'all want to play around. Y'all want to play around. So what I'm saying is, and I'm going to go ahead and close this out and I'm going to go ahead and pray. The Lord wants you guys to know that you are content. When you find contentment in him, he will exalt you. He's going to exalt you. He is going to exalt you in your timing. I remember someone when I was 21, I did, I created my first book, Horrible. <laughs> I'm going to be straight up real with y'all. And I'm going to be honest because I've been publishing since I was 21. So I've been, I know the whole publishing process from back to front. I can, I, that's why I run the whole thing. All right run a, a publishing a company, run mine, run uh, mentor other people did that. I know the whole process because I made trial and error. If you don't make no trial and error in your life, you're not going to know anything. So I went through trials and errors in my life. And I remember my first book. Oh my gosh. Didn't know that the font was supposed to be this or that. And you know, I remember, um, it looked like a pamphlet. I said, why did my book don't look like a book? You know, and I published it. And it's still going around. And I'm like, can't somebody take that down? You know, because I'm looking at my past. And God is like, no, I want you to keep it up so you can see where you came from. And this was good to me. This was perfect to me. But to someone else, they probably laughed about it. But it was perfect for me. The message got around. I remember people telling me um, I was giving the books. How people were buying the books. The whole class bought the book, I remember. The, the teacher paid for more books. 
They was crying in class because of the anointing over the book. And this book, look, this book was perfect to me. But now I look back at it and I'm like, what in the heck was that? And people were probably like, what is that? But it was the anointing was on this book. And I remember this woman in class, she said, you, God is about to expand your territory. She said, this is not the only book that you're going to write. And I was sitting in there like, oh, yes, yeah, you know, I received. And I just remember people was probably looking like, okay, she just gave me. And I'm passing out these books. I remember people at the church was, oh, can we use your book for Bible study? We want to use your book. Um, can we use this book? They was asking me, can we use this for Bible study? It says touch our life. And I'm looking like, yeah, sure, go ahead. I look back at this book now and I'm looking like, now what in the world? And God said, but it was good then. <laughs> you wasn't complaining then. And I said, well, God, you know, I, 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 and he said, this was good then. And I'm just about to take you higher then. And so we see little things and we see little stuff that don't look good. Y'all say, oh, they, they look like they, um, you know, that's ugly or whatever. But it be the anointing on it. The anointing be on the ugliest thing. Y'all better stop opening y'all mouth about these women talking about she ain't y'all, she ain't dressed up, she ugly. Uh, that's why he cheated on la 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 la. But the anointing on her though, the anointing on her though, y'all sitting there with these wigs slapping and y'all think y'all slaying, but ain't no power coming from that. But that one person over there that you think the ugliest little person, the anointing is on it. And then that's why you can't see, you can't understand, well, why they going this? Or why they doing that? Or why is somebody talking about such and such? Because the anointing on it. That's why, that's why you want to steal it from them to put it on you, but you ain't got it. Because you got to still, God's still trying to get stuff out of you. He's still trying to do stuff with you. And the longer you compete and compare, you're going to slow down the process and you're going to have to keep starting over. A lot of y'all still going in the same circle. You got, yeah, it don't, it don't matter if you rich. Money ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all this. Money don't have nothing to do with spiritual growth. How much money you got don't have nothing to do with your spiritual growth. There are people with millions and billions that do not have they don't have spiritual understanding or understanding of God. Most of them don't really, a lot of them do know who God is. I'm not going to say it like that. But most of them, they don't, it's very hard because they feel like they're into logic. They're into these millionaire books, money millionaire, how to make this, da, da, da. Man, they, so they don't really understand. So you rarely see it. And just because you see someone that has money and they know God or spiritual level, that don't mean that they, that money does not determine success. Because a lot of rich people are lonely and unhappy. And their success, let me tell you, to you, your success is getting that mansion. To somebody else, their success is getting a small home. And they're so depressed because they don't know where to put all their money so that they can get a small home. They're wrestling with giving it all away and letting it go because they ain't never had to know how to, how do I, how do I sell over? 53 million dollars to someone how do I do this so I, I just want a small home I just want to be normal there are some people that their success is they just want to be normal they just want to have a small space without having to have all the pressure they they got all this money from their family they didn't want it they got it they rich y'all envy in their life because you think oh they blessed they happy no they want to be where you at they want a small little apartment some a, a nice little uh, country kitchen 
and they want to be happy. But y'all, y'all thinking it's money. No, they ain't successful. Their success is where you at. Your success is where they're at. So you think, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 30. Everybody wants, everybody want to be a millionaire. But you don't realize that that's somebody else's downfall. They don't want to be in that spot. So let me pray. Just ask to resonate this. Take it in. Heed to the warning. If it's the warning is for you. I don't know who the people are. But if it's for you, go ahead and ask the Lord if it witnesses with you. If it don't, continue and stand in your stuff, stealing, stealing from people and get caught. That's what you want to do. I'm just saying. But uh, let me pray. Dear Holy Father, we come to you, God. God, I thank you for this word, this message, this warning <clears throat> that you have given me to give to your people. And just the inspiration to, to pace instead of sprint. I pray this message gets around, Lord. I don't even care if somebody take it. It ain't even no, it ain't no biggie for me. <laughs> this me- this message is something that pacing and sprinting that people need to people need to know. They need to hear. So Lord, I pray that this gets across the earth and it's released into the earth. Whatever platform that you needed to release it from, God send the platform to release to the earth the importance of pacing versus sprinting in certain season. There is a season to sprint and there is a season to pace. So Lord, I pray that this is getting released to where it needs to release. Lord, Lord, I pray that this podcast gets to whoever it needs to get to in their season right now and that you meet them in their season right now. God, I pray that anyone that's struggling through a spirit of competitiveness, envy, jealousy, or just feeling inadequate or feeling a feeling of uncontentment. Lord, I pray that you give them the revelation to know that they are content in you. Lord, fill them, fill every void that they have to fill the need that they have to compete, impress, or improve in an area that you have already said was good. God, thank you so much for this message today. Thank you for speaking this message. Thank you for giving me this revelation of this message. Lord, I pray on this day that whoever hears this message, that it changes any aspect of their life. Even if it's ahead and it hasn't happened yet, let it go ahead. God, let these two people that you revealed to me in this dream that were going and pick, God, send this message ahead to show them the warning. Convict them, Lord, whoever it is, to see that you are calling them to pace in a season and that they are enough, enough with the message that you have given them for the platform they have now. God, I thank you for everything you are doing in my life, in their life. I pray deliverance in the name of Jesus. It is done. God, pray and lift up pastors in this season that are struggling through depression, oppression, and that are feeling worthless and and just tired. God, I pray that you give them uh, a new, fresh just a fresh revelation and fresh ideas and creativity in this season. Um, not to feel that they have to compete against everybody and one another, but that they can walk into what your purpose is for their life. Any division that is in the earth right now, just trying to divide us and compete with each other. God, I pray that you show them that you are near the meek, that you are near the humble spirit, the one that is after your heart. And not the heart and the the hearts of others and the 
fame and the fortune, but you're after that one that is sitting there painting on that little cardboard sheet of paper. I love you, Jesus. With nothing in a house. Ain't got nothing in a house, no furniture, nothing. But that's the one that is searching for you. And that's who your heart is after. God, I pray that we are like this, each and every one of us, that we continue to seek you. And even if you gave one of us seven talents, 10 talents, one talent, that we use it and we are the best at it. And we don't look to the left or don't look to the right. We stay in our lane. Thank you, God, for this. It is done. Lord, I just pray that everyone is blessed. Everyone had a good Easter, a safe Easter. It was Resurrection Sunday. And God, I know we, every Sunday, everybody, we preach the same message. We we know. And God, it, it is not just the same message. It's a message that I tell myself every day that he has risen. Because if he wouldn't have risen, I still would have been carrying a big old thing to heal. And Lord, I thank you because I would have fell down multiple times because I can't barely even carry myself at times. So Lord, thank you for him, Jesus, dying on the cross for our sins in this specific time and god i pray that we we take this with us not just on sunday not just a post he is risen and then we back to only fans god let us be in he is risen knowing that he is alive and he is in our life even today in jesus name so god so you guys i thank you for tuning on to this podcast um you you guys be safe the covenant is available in three languages more languages to come you still have today at 12 a.m to get it for only 99 cent pennies on the dollar or you guys can go ahead and um you can also download it for free share it send it to someone if you guys want to get it you have until 12 a.m also the hardback copies will be released next week because of more copyright proof that's going is going through And I'm already sending anyone who pre-ordered, you will be getting those books. So God bless you guys. And I will see you. Well, talk to you, not see you. (laughs) I will see y'all soon though. But I will see, (laughs) I will talk to you on the next podcast. Alrighty. Bye-bye.